The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being. Hello folks and welcome to another podcast via The Natural Way with Sandy. Today we're going to be talking about the healing benefits of apple. Yes, that very common, easy to get, very affordable food is so powerful as a medicine. I thought we would really just allocate one podcast to looking at the therapeutics of apple. It's not one of those trendy sort of fruits that we get or the tropical fruits that a lot of people enjoy. It's so common, it's there all the time. We grow apples and we are in Australia able to have a fresh apple virtually every day that has not got to be stored by the large retailers for months on end. So from the very beginning, I would like to be suggesting that you look at going and supporting either farmers markets or your fruiterer rather than the large retail stores that consume basically huge areas of refrigeration to be able to buy very large quantities of apples and store them for exceedingly long periods of time. We know when this has happened to our apple because you may get an apple, it looks good, it's nice and uh, solid and firm, it hasn't got a lot of bruises on it, but you leave it out for a day or so and you bite into it and half of it's nice and white and the other half is starting to go brown. And the reason for that is it's old. So again, your fruiterer who goes to the market to get the apples or go to your farmer's markets, but look for fresh food. This is very important. So I'd like to take you through the concept that the apple a day keeps a doctor away is still very, very important. We include the naturopath in that as well. It keeps your healthcare professional away because you would be so healthy that you need their intervention much less. So if we look at the CSIRO report, that was summarised some time back now, but it still provides validation and authenticity to why the common garden variety apple is a therapeutic medicine, not just a good food. The document is titled Translating the Scientific Evidence for Apples and Pears into Health Messages and the CSIRO were wanting to highlight the enormous amount of scientific evidence that virtually demonstrates that eating apples can help keep many systems of your body extremely healthy and as well as deal with some common health problems that we see in the 20th and 21st century. The emerging research, they say, also links eating apples with a very healthy gut as well as looking at basically a healthy lifestyle with good energy and an abundance of well-being coming off that apple. The CSIRO do claim, and particularly Dr. Joanna McMillan says, that they, being CSIRO, are still discovering just how important a daily apple could be to overall health. But 
Isn't it true that our grandparents and our great-grandparents and even before that, they knew that an apple a day was so therapeutic that it kept the doctor away and it was almost something that was common in the days where we would have apple trees growing in our backyards because of the therapeutic benefit of eating apples. But it is the whole apple I would like to stress. It's the apple plus the peel. And we'll explain why in a a little time down the track. But when we look at it, there are so many healing compounds in apples, um, antioxidants, minerals, vitamins, nutrients, fibre that is so important for our bowel and our digestive system. But the, the evidence that is coming out more and more is, and it claims that eating the whole apple, the skin and all, to ensure that you're getting all the goodness that you require, is the, the reason is that there is so many antioxidants that are just under the skin and the fibre, which is very, very close to the surface coming off that skin. And of course, the fibrous content, the soluble fibrous content of the apple itself brings on therapeutics. So... There have been many, many, many abstracts that have been put into this article and I think for memory it's about 122 when I was doing some research on this for a talk that I was giving. So 122, 123 studies are being utilised by the CSIRO in order to be able to look at the healing benefits and therapy associated with eating apples. And these have found their way into scientific journals over about the last five to six years. But a major summary that was put together by Dr. Joanna McMillan, she actually draws on five top reasons to get the crunch on and eat an apple, as she says. And I'd like to go through those five points and acknowledge her for putting it into a summary for people to read Uh, quite easily and then I will add a little bit more information as we go through the podcast. Well the first one that she says eating apples um, can assist with weight loss in that the appetite can be controlled as well as a having a sense of fullness but also there is a wonderful nutritional matrix that is associated with eating that apple as a food being quite filling but the nutrient that you'll get from it does give a sense of well-being. In relation to the reasons why that there is some evidence to say that the dietary fibre being the pectin and the polyphenols in apple that really does play a role in uh, appetite and weight control is due to that complex chemistry that the apple has. Of course, uh, the second point is good for gut health. She claims, and the document um, certainly indicates it, that emerging research shows that eating apples is definitely linked with healthier gut bacteria. And the reason for that is that the gut bacteria is actually brought into positive changes as you eat apple. And of course, one of the biggest questions that is raised when I give talks around the country or overseas about these sorts of things is, Is there any one apple better than the other? Well, no, not really. So it's the main thing is is to eat whatever apples that you like in order to be able to get the therapeutic benefits. But maintaining that good health gut is, um, uh, sorry, a good healthy gut is so important because of the assimilation and subsequent elimination of the foods that you're consuming, the taking down of the toxins, keeping the flora nicely balanced so you're getting all that breakdown of the assimilation of the food and picking up the nutrients. 
Number three on her list in summarising the quite extensive document, which I think um, the document itself is about 38 pages. Putting the crunch on cancer. Regularly eating apples is definitely associated with a reduced risk of some of the most common forms of cancer. There has been evidence that shows that breast cancer, prostate cancer, colorectal cancer and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma is actually on that list of reducing the risk of those particular cancers and that is through the consumption of eating apples due to the powerful nutritional chemistry that the uh, apple offers. One of the big areas that we know and research is not just here at the CSIRO but certainly is engaged with uh, Yale University and many other universities around the world. In fact, the references for healthy heart by having your apples on a regular basis is profound. There's so many of them, it's not funny. So keep your ticker healthy uh, is due to the the, the the basics, the nutritionals that are found within the apple. And there is lots of now scientific evidence emerging across the world on how effective apple is uh, specifically for heart health. This is achieved through the nutritional compounds that also assist to lower the total and the LDL cholesterol. So if you have trouble with lowering the cholesterol and you go on to statin drugs and you find that you get the side effects of the statin drugs, which are um, associated with muscle wastage, etc., and this is quite common that we see in clinical practice, start bringing in um, apples on a regular basis and reducing sugar, fats and white flour products to be able to start getting the body into a nice balance. More apples do look at and has been confirmed to reduce the risk of stroke, high blood pressure and a range of cardiovascular diseases. More and more research is being conducted internationally, but the University of Western Australia also suggests that eating apples may improve blood pressure as well as the elasticity of blood vessels. So it really becomes quite a very tasty and therapeutic medicine to be bringing in those apples. Now, further information as we look at the therapeutic benefits associated with the apple, we look at that globally. We also know that the consumption of apples is extremely beneficial to assist the immune system. And the reason for that is the better the gut health, the better the nutrients that come into the body, the better that all the systems work. Well, then overall, your immune system is going to be functioning much better as well. Interesting studies have also been out to support that people with inflammatory markers in their system as well as uh, the arthritis as an example or asthma that the therapeutic benefit of bringing apple into the diet regularly has been demonstrated to assist the patients who present with these presentations and, and really quite therapeutically and quite significantly. So again, we're looking at a couple more of these conditions that we're seeing in commonality in our community responding very well to the consumption of apple as a food, as medicine. Type 2 diabetes 
is also on the radar for the researchers to be looking at the therapeutic benefit of consuming apples, including the pectin, which is the skin, uh, on a regular basis because there is evidence to suggest that type 2 diabetes can be supported and effectively changed due to the consumption of apples. Now, I should declare at this stage, it's not just apples. It's that healthy diet that comes in with fresh fruits, vegetables, nuts and grains and the reduction of white flour products and sugar. But there is one point that is extremely important to talk about and that is cognitive function. Assisting to improve memory and research has been conducted to demonstrate that the importance of eating apple to bring in some clarity to the sluggishness of the brain centre. Now, we know that from evidence that has been supported over many, many, many years is vitamin B as well as good soluble fibre as well as a range of other nutrients that come into the system are responsible for improved cognitive function. So if we look at what the apple houses, we're covering an entire range of what is required to have improved cognitive function. Although there's been more animal studies to look at the effects of apple consumption on brain health, really when we start looking at individual nutrients that are within the apple and isolate those out, and then link them to what they do in the body, we can start rationalising then why apple, including the peel, will work to be basically an improvement for brain function. It is true that the document says that it's difficult to draw any conclusions in the area of brain health and cognition, but it is important that it is so important that they believe that there is enough evidence to continue with studies. Now, from clinical experience and observing patients face-to-face at the coalface of clinical practice, I have observed so many patients who talk about sluggish memory and decreased cognitive function that when they start changing the diet and including apples removing sugar and white flour products, increasing energy just moderately and making sure that they are well hydrated, then the improvement is often significant. And this is encouraging to know that researchers out there in the marketplace are looking at the therapeutic benefits of a whole range of foods that are out there as well as to be starting to say, let's look a little bit more closely at these foods as medicine. Now, when we look at the bioavailability of the food as it comes into the system, it really is important to answer the question for you. A lot of people will say, can I have the apple juiced or have it as a food specifically, not juiced or broken down? Well, yes, you can do it either way. However, it is important to include the soluble fiber if you are going to juice. So you need to pick that fiber out inclusive of the peel and then include that in your diet. I recommend that if people want to drink the juice, 
Then to get the apple with the peel, mix it with a small amount of yogurt and say a nice natural yogurt and consume that because now you've got the best of both worlds and allowing that to come in to your system. When we look at inflammation around the body, there have been several animal studies that confirmed that the consumption of apple juice that included pectin basically looks at reducing some measure or marker of inflammation. Now by that we can look at inflammatory processes such as um, asthma, arthritis, sinusitis, rhinitis, any of the itises that we have, bronchitis. If we start looking at inflammation around the body, then it certainly would not hurt for you to start including more apples in your daily diet. Although in the information and the documentation that the CSIRO put out, they say that there is no substantial evidence to support a role of apple consumption on chronic inflammation because the studies had provided contradictory results. But again, observing in clinical practice, people who've taken in the apples on a regular basis there is a significant improvement in a majority of people who start eating more apples plus fresh fruits and vegetables and decreasing the sugar as well as the white flour products. Now, from a research methodology, I understand that you would have to isolate each one of those principles to see just what role apple plays. But for me, I'm wanting to get across in this podcast the absolute value and importance of having apples, but also to support with having the healthy diet. There needs to be new areas of research coming in, but the effects of apples on ageing in animals basically were looking at to increase lifespan and They did do, I think uh, for memory, it was um, the lifespan of the fruit fly that they were looking at. But they did find that there was an expansion of um, years. And so it's a little while on before they're going to start probably getting the money to do it for humans. But another one that I wanted to point out to you was lung health. And we've known for many, many years that the nutritional supplementation of bringing um, apple into the diet, and particularly for people who used to smoke and they're getting cleaning out their lungs and getting a detox happening, then apples are extraordinary to bring in to be able to be supporting the body in that regard. I've noticed that people who go on and have three apples a day in juice or just eating the three apples a day who were smokers in the early stages of giving up cigarette smoke, they would start to cough up really dark liquid from and clearing their lungs and their bowel change, the colour would change. There would be a high toxic odour that would be coming from the bowel, the urinary tract, as well as sweat glands and uh, through mucus. So the detox pathway of working with something like apple is absolutely remarkable. So that's looking a little at the CSIRO research as we go in to really check on the foundations of saying basically when we look at apple is it something to be considering as a therapeutic benefit to be able to start having apples coming into the daily diet well I would um, suggest 
that when we look at something along the lines of the apple coming in, there is no question that apple, with all of its healing benefits, uh, is something that you should be able to be taking in on a daily uh, basis every every minute of every day to start thinking about how can I get some more of these in to my body. Now, when we look at the nutritional elements, so why does it do all this stuff? Well, we do know that there is a pretty good amount of antioxidants in the fruit itself. And if we are starting to look at the the fruits themselves, one of those antioxidants, which is pretty good around about, is that vitamin C that's coming in to the system. Um, a nice amount of, as we've said previously, a nice amount of um, uh, fibre. And this is a beautiful uh, fibre that comes in. It is a water-soluble fibre and that that breaks down fantastically in the body. The vitamin C is that um, the ascorbic acid the is a, a wonderful antioxidant. That's part of that detox that it assists the body to go through functionally, but interestingly, quite gently. But one of the main minerals that we know and that we said previously, um, the one of the, the minerals that um, apples has because we spoke about its cardiovascular support and cardiovascular health is uh, potassium and so it's a fairly high amount of potassium that is found in the apple but one thing that we do know that one of the preparations that has been part of the chemistry that has received a huge amount of research in relation to Apple being an anti-inflammatory and we know that it supports the immune system and we've said it's an anti-cancer preparation. But animal studies uh, supports that because the quercetin compound that is in the apple, it's a contributing factor as to why we can make the claims about anti-inflammatory um, antiviral when you're getting a, a cold or you've got one or you've got any viruses to be able to activate and stimulate is to start having apples in their purest state. Now there are many other combinations that we find that are within the um, the compounds of apple but the other thing that I wanted to point out that I've observed is the lowering of blood sugar levels in relation to clinical practice where I've had patients who were borderline type 2 diabetes and we changed their diet. And again, I must stress, we did change their diet from um, having a fairly high fat intake, high carbohydrate intake food to a high protein, low fat intake and low simple carbohydrates and a high complex carb diet. But a major feature of those changes was bringing apples in on a regular basis. And that antioxidant activity that's associated with the apple, as well as supportive of the digestive system and the assimilation and subsequent elimination that occurs, certainly did make some changes to type 2 diabetics and more particularly the type 2 diabetics that were borderline going to insulin. But one big feature is energy. Apple is an energy activator like you wouldn't believe. Between two and four in the afternoon is a common slump time and that's adrenal loading time. 
So if around about 1 to 1.30 each day, if you're the one who goes and looks for the donut and the coffee as a boost to get you through the rest of the day, have an apple and a glass of water and see how long that energy is sustained versus the coffee and the donut will give you a little burst, a sense of, I feel pretty good, to then sedating you very quickly thereafter. But you won't get the sedation effect with having the apple. So when we've looked at trials that have been responsive to energy and the consumption of apples, they are all very therapeutic. But if you happen to have high blood cholesterol and you have difficulty getting it down and your energy is down, well then start bringing apple into the daily diet because there is enough evidence for human and animal studies to be saying that the intake of apple in combination with the entire peel will be very much lowering the body where you've got the cholesterol levels that are you're really struggling with and you may also have the side effect of statin drugs if you've been put on those and that would be muscle wasting many people have to stop taking the statins because of the muscle wastage so start having reduce sugar reduce white flour products reduce fats and uh, the, the bad fats and then get on to two to three apples a day across the day. And uh, if you say, well, I really don't like apples, have small amounts to start with. Chop them up if you need to. Put them in an airtight bag to be able to have them throughout the day. Be able to get those apples into your system. If you need to juice them, okay, but make sure that you have the water-soluble fibre attached. Now, a lovely combination if you've got, say, an upset tummy, you've got wave-like nausea, children who've got nauseous reactions, a grated, say, a grated apple with the peel on and just have that with a little bit of yogurt is a beautiful product. Grated apple with the peel, a little bit of juice of a lemon is a lovely product. Very therapeutic and extremely beneficial from the mouth all the way through to the anal passage. It is truly, folks, a general health and well-being tonic. So I hope you've enjoyed this information on Apple. We will do more on Apple and the specifics. But just in closing, I want you to start thinking about everywhere from the body, from the head to the toe will be therapeutic if you start bringing apples in. From memory up in the brain centers to the elimination through the bowel with constipation, you can start noticing health and well-being throughout your entire body, just bringing the health food of a nation in, the apple a day to keep the doctor and naturopath away. So until next time, please find happiness in every moment. And would you mind just sharing these podcasts to let people know that they are actually on because the whole goal is to help as many people as we possibly can on their journey to be able to get some free information. And all this information that I give you is either scientifically validated or supported by my own personal observations in clinic. My three books Fruit and Vegetables as Medicine, Household Remedies and Energy Unlimited all cover information on these. And please, if you do want a podcast around any particular subject, please don't hesitate to let me know because I will be able to put one together for you. And over the next few months, we'll be starting to get together some uh, courses that we'll be doing online, particularly in relation to stress. One of the programs will be Never to be Stressed Again, 
by following a very simple pattern and dealing with stress factors. So that's going to be a 12-week online course and we'll start getting that together as soon as we can. But please, as I said, find happiness in every moment. Once again, thank you so much for listening and I look forward to catching up again soon. The Natural Way with Sandy. Dr. Sandy Rogers bringing you Folk Medicine Revival. The Natural Way. The past guides us to well-being.